Hey, thanks for listening. Obligatory spoiler warning as High Beam's contributors don't have full control over what is said when. Enjoy! To high beams. High beams. Yes, yes, yes. We are your sommeliers of cinema and cannabis. Of course, infusing both of those to elevate the conversation here. As always, Megan Jones to take you through this cinematic adventure along with hashtag SMS. Hello, Megan Jones. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, with my lemon cello, hello. I am well, I am well, well, well. Um, and of course, the other to my mother is Big Spot, Brandon Scott. What's up? I, I, I have, I've had no relations <laughs> yeah. with your mother. I am a married mm. man. Not to say, if I weren't single, Mama Jones isn't she, worth a tap or two, because she is a foxy she, lady. She did, fall, she did fall on you that one On accident. She's on accident. She's just yeah. twirling a ring at home right now. <laughs> yeah, on accident, on accident. Well, I fell over welcome again. again. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, we're back once again. Uh, thanks to those who keep coming along with us. We really appreciate it. And for those, of course, that are just tuning in for the first time, we are getting back and have been in the mode of curating your cannabis for films at home. Of course, cinemas across the globe are open. So, you know, pick your poison here. We are choosing currently from the comfort of our own home, all those streamy, streamy, streamies. And of course, all that we ask is that anytime you're consuming cannabis, you just do so respectfully, responsibly. You know, anybody around you, you, you know, just uh, keep it right. So um, we're on this trip, though, through Marvel's actually original trilogy. What up? Um, so we, we've, we've been on this uh, trilogy kick as of late. Um, and our next stop is in 2002's Blade 2. Say that five times fast. <laughs> um, you did it. Directed by a, a young, up-and-coming indie director. I don't know if you know him, Guillermo del Toro. This basically was the prequel to Hellboy. Yeah. Blade 2, bringing back the vampire hunter, played again by Wesley Pipes, Snipes. Of course, he's here to hunt a new strain of vampire, right? With, believe it or not, a whole team of vampires that contain both Ron Perlman and Donnie Yen. What? Uh, and a baby Daryl Dixon, who tries to be the new Whistler. We all fell for it, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, l- let's get into two puffs and a pass, our uh, maybe sentence or two, two second. Just our thoughts as we take no more than two puffs, our, our tokes for the takes that we're about to give for Blade 2. So, big spot, Brandon Scott. Hey, uh, Ron Perlman. Do you ever make it out of any sci-fi movies ever? You're just a dire. You're the Sean Bean of sci-fi movies, man. Brent, take out my crazy. I like him smoking. CGI aside, I do know who I'm fucking with, and I am so excited, motherfuckers. Dude, so good. Good luck. Pass it off to Jones. Previously on Blade. 
Um, that was it. Um, but also, <laughs> also, I originally had one, two, Blade is coming for you. Um, a la, you know, that Kruger voice. Ooh, let's do a flip. Let's do something like The Wire and flip it from the other side and see it from the vampire side with Blade as the horror yeah, movie villain. Yeah, I just... I am legend style. Just the cheesy opening music and like the rehash of like him <laughs> having to set up and explain himself again uh, just made me think of so previously on Blade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, of course, you know, we combine our love of cannabis with our love of cinema. And, you know, some might prefer popcorn, some milk duds. I'm a junior mints kind of gal. Yeah, you are. Um, but here are the high beams, you know, our recommendations on yummies, of course, infused yum, with yum, cannabis. Yum. Brought to you by hashtag SMS. Tell us about edibles for the intro here. What did we have for Blade 2? Thank you for that. Uh, for this one, yeah, I, I've been having a nice, nice, lovely journey kind of setting up all these edibles and everything. Thank you. But mm-hmm. we got to go back to the Petra We've gone to this before with a couple of different fruits, but I've never tried the mints before. I keep going with mm. the ones with like the five milligrams. I keep breaking down to smaller right. and smaller, but we did the blackberry mints this time. I thought that they were going to be minty, but surprisingly, fruity and a hint of vanilla. It was a very nice kind of choice, but these ones, Mm -hmm. like I've been doing splitting up, they did a little bit different kind of like 2.5 milligrams of THC to one milligram of CBD. So you can take a couple of these, but it's great for tranquility, kind of to ease you, calm you down and let calm you down. And like you were saying at the beginning, this whole like flashback intro through everything Mm -hmm. goes so quick and it's so insane. This whole film is so chaotic from like camera jump scene to jumping between blade stuff to the Nissa stuff to all that back and forth. Like, this really is able to settle you through a lot of that stuff. So in general, besides this movie too, it's perfect pre-bed snack. Even after this kind of nonstop action, you're able to just be knocked out. Although I did have four of them. So that was about 10 (laughs) milligrams total. But um, yeah, yeah, it was delicious. That vanilla is a really good hint to those little mints. But I say this one's another perfect one to always remember. You can always have more. You can never have less. So start a little bit slow and see how it goes with these ones. Like Pippin and Lombus bread. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, you you, you put it right of the the tranquility. We really needed something for this Mm -hmm. film to like keep us you know kind of there and in that moment so uh, I definitely agree it was like the perfect pairing Mm -hmm. um, for for the cinematic adventure and of course just in case like some light edibles are too much we understand they're not for everybody or too little you know like who knows who knows where you're at on your journey Um, or you know, if you've already taken your yummies and you're you're ready to need a kickstart, you know, smoke, yeah, smoke <laughs> yeah. along just like us. Um, here's what we felt the correct flower was for this feature film. So big spot, Brandon Scott, tell us about curating the cannabis with the the load up the bowl know, of our mind, father of flower. Well, I've been lucky out because I've been going to ye local dispensary and they're knowing what mm. I'm doing now. Uh, so they've started giving me like their own personal breakdown charts of like everything that the flower will give you from anything from effects to like it's term, uh, terpene compound terpenes. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. We're getting cereal guys, <laughs> uh, but for really too, like Brent said, like it's chaotic and it like life is stressful AF. So we, 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 we went with some red, uh, uh, sativa hybrid, the cherry punch. Mm. Now, mm. now I, I had to step up the game flower wise cause Lavender Jones is fancy and this one smells really nice. 
So it uh, also accentuates a very super uplifting and relaxing high. It's a counterbalance, like Brent said, the chaos, the, the horror, the jump scares, the, the, the scud in the van scene. That mm. like gives me such anxiety yeah. every time. And, yeah, and Cherry Punch takes it all away. So I, I usually smoke it like when I'm not watching Blade Two, uh, but it's perfect for watching this movie and not being freaked out at 2 p.m. during the day while your kid naps. <laughs> so I love it. Cherry yeah. Punch. It's a perfect balance too with that kind of getting a little bit lost with the petromint and then this one kind of mm. keeps you up because it does jump around so much. It's like Dude. is this the second time we've gone back to the vampire lair or have we left Dude. like the whole like, setup? So. Are they I thought in the they club couldn't yet? do it, the grenades. It's already they morning. Could do their grenades. It's, yeah, morning is night. It's definitely yeah, it was a whole lot of chaotic back and forth and I'm really glad that we had this. So if you like us have had some edibles, you had the you're smoking right now. Let's pause, stretch yourself, get yourself some hydration. We'll be back in two and two with the sh- after good this short break. <laughs> <laughs> Got that Sweet. good filtration. <laughs> And welcome back. Hope you got your hydration, uh, stretch those legs, um, or just got really high right in the interim there. Um, but as always, if you missed a part of the film, don't worry. I've got you. Your girl is here with all the notes needed uh, that I take throughout the film. Mostly, it's just some guidelines, guys. You know, we're doing this on weed. So, you know, this is a little run through that we call keeping up with the Jonesy here. Just my thoughts on Blade 2. Uh, he didn't look so hot, sickly-faced man. You okay? You you all right over there? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, 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 your face splits open just like that. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, no big deal. It's fine. Uh, also, yeah, I, I hated that he had to, like, reintroduce himself all over again. Uh, was not a fan uh, of that, i.e. Blade. Um, also, <laughs> Blade says two years have passed, but they made this four years after the original movie happened. Yeah. Cinematic Three. timeline. The Home Alone thing always fucked me up too, because yeah. Home Alone was filmed two hours, uh, two years later. But it says a year happened with this previous Christmas. So, yeah. yeah, lies. Just- uh, <laughs> and then you know, so very kid. Oh, wait, Whistler survived. You know, it's just like. I got a text what? from Brent when he was watching it, like midnight. He's like, Whistler's not dead. <laughs> I had completely forgotten. Uh, also, uh, late 90s, early aughts seems to have been a really great time for sunglasses. Like, Sunglass Hut must have, like, they were having a moment. You oh, know? God. I they just were had such a flashback a to Sunglass Hut when he said and it. Like, God. And now, not a thing exists. The spy glasses, um, fuck. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, you broke me. <laughs> so many sunglasses. And like Vampire Thugs with Boas, definitely underrated, I have to yeah. say. Like more more of that. Uh, I said, oh, fuck, a garrote. Like his, uh, also his coat <laughs> is giving me running uh, running with the bulls, like Pamplona vibes. Oh, you're mine. Uh, yeah. Um, would you snort a line of blood? I don't, I don't know if I would. I don't know if yeah. I would. What does this do to you? What does it do yeah. to you? I'll just do yeah. it. Just find out. Got to ask questions first. Uh, nope. If I got to put it up my nose, I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Um, also, Blade, right out of the gate, he is just bringing 
moves. Like, yeah, he's just bringing it. Computer um, and generated then moves. I I say finally reunited because he has finally found Whistler. He's been on the search for him. Finally hydrated and it feels uh, so good. Oh, I'm Josh. You can call me Scud though. Everybody does. <laughs> It's like what you fucking <laughs> right? Skadoosh. Who? Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I wrote intruder fight scene. Whole lot of psh, 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 psh in the air. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I wrote that, but I did because I was high. <laughs> uh, oh, the ruling party of the vampire nation sends bat slash like insect warriors. That is very Guillermo del Toro move. Like. Yeah. When you look yeah. at the little like bug eye things yeah, that they were right. wearing, good point, very, Jonesy. Very gear. Fifty points for Jonesy door. Mm. <laughs> uh, Eli Damaskinos. Look, he looked the the head like uh, yeah. v- vampire nation dude, uh, the Overlord. Uh, looks a lot like the cover of the Tales to Tell in the Dark guy. <laughs> Do you guys remember that book? Yeah. And then the book, and he's got the red nose, but like the sc- like the just white veiny skull thing. Y'all Google it. We did that it. movie. Mm-hmm. We did yeah, that the movie. movie. We did do that movie. What do you really think? They're gonna fuck <laughs> us the first chance they get. Yeah, they are blade. <laughs> You're right. Uh oh. Also, like they must have improved the serum if if Blade doesn't need a mouth guard to like yeah take the serum. So right. he's been working on things. Uh, blood pack crew rolling deep, just like going <laughs> right. into the club, you know. Uh, oh yeah, like that a, music the video hammer entrance. guy, just like oh, yeah. this is what I bring to the club. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's like so like degrees <laughs> again. <laughs> vampires also like raves. Check, like yeah. I, I don't know what this is, but there was like straight up Hellraiser shit. Going Wesley on Snipes in the even says it. He's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I just said, oh, fuck, these Reapers are gangsta. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Megan. Uh, oh, what in the actual fuck? Like when the Reaper, it feeds and then shit is coming out of its back? Like, yeah, yeah uh, real uh, creepy. Uh, uh, yeah, I was definitely having some. Yeah, we'll talk about that autopsy there later. There were some <laughs> moments milking the fang, um, <laughs> as I say. Okay, sunlight does a body not so good. Just the dermatologist association warning us to use sunscreen is basically what that is. Propaganda. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I said, milk the fang, scud. Because he's got to milk the fang. Um sick oozy wound oozy yeah. wounds are gross um a lot of oozy wounds in this lots uh listen up shit kicker you're about one cunt hair away from hillbilly heaven wow great line wow 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 just saying um there's always, a lot of backcountry dialogue in this movie so much <laughs> um i always love a good crew like weapon montage you know like yep. The blood crews just like getting together with all the weapons. Um, also, speaking of weapons, should Scud really be smoking around all those weapons and explosives? Like, I think not. I think <laughs> not Norman Reedus, but you know. Um, oh, and then I wrote, saved her life. And then I wrote, 
How to save a life <laughs> by the by the by the fray, um, uh, because that song popped into my head. Um, also, did the Matrix take from this? Maybe uh, Jurassic. I'm yeah, like also getting like Matrix. Yeah, like Jurassic Park Amber Pod yeah. vibes. I'm it's a whole thing. Um, oh, I said. Scud, more like Scud missile or middle. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I meant so to high, write guys. there, but I was very high. Um, that practical blade... explosion effect is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I wrote, "Blade just smokes every last one, like just smokes." Like he you know? really don't write an end to the movie. He just yeah. like murders everyone. And it's like, yeah. uh, there's, oh there's credits. An <laughs> there's a nice romantic ending. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, is so then I wrote like because I, I was like, oh, is she sacrificing herself or did she yeah, want to turn? She, no, like, she didn't want to become a reaper lady. Right. Like yeah. so. That's where I ended my Jonesy list. Uh, I fear on that. That's a great list. It made me laugh. Yeah. It didn't make me cry. Well, Not tears you know, of sadness, but well, you know, so so as if you couldn't tell, time to do the thing and elevate the conversation by infusing the two things we love, cinnamon and cannabis, to talk about Blade Two. Obviously, we've been saying Blade Two is coming back uh, two years later, you know, uh, per Blade, uh, but he's on the hunt for Whistler who he's been mm-hmm. looking for and looking for. He went to Moscow. He went to Romania. Um, and as you know from the first movie, you think Whistler dies in the end and that mm-hmm. they've turned him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he's out there. And so Blade finds Whistler, but he gets you know sucked in. There's these bigger things at hand now, right? It's not just about the vampires. It's about this new virus, basically, that turns vampires into reapers which are way worse yeah they got the weird like flower mouths and shit like that with the weird tongues that come out yeah that opening intro definitely got from that Mm -hmm. totally and they they owe some money to resident evil and shit too del toro was just like i have how much money to make a movie (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do some shit not practical so, this, CGI that. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. that psych out at the beginning where it's like, oh, is this guy the vampire? It's like, they they buy blood, like, even in jars and stuff like that, trying to think it's going to be that. And then, like, it, it, they, it's they just gotcha. Jared. <laughs> I love that yeah. the main character's name is just Jared, like, just, like, is trying to make this just vengeance Jared. on vampires. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Jared. <laughs> just Jared. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's the, the cold open is they are in Moscow or Romania or... Somewhere in Eastern European Europe, I think. Uh, so it feels like that. Anyhow, there's yeah. something USSR related. I don't know. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I mean, you see that like from the get go, the 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 first of its kind Reaper uh, is at this like blood bank situation that people are coming to, uh, and so they, we've now established that okay. This is enemy number one. Uh, and, then, and then we get supposedly. right back into Blade doing his supposedly. thing. Like as he's looking for uh, Whistler, kind of just like taking out this one guy. You mentioned it too in your list. The guy with the bow, like the bow around his neck, like that dude yeah. too, that he's just like starting to take out all of these vampires with insane CGI jump rolls and blade tossing and shoving a dude's face on the side of a tire. 
just to get his best friend back. Yeah, I dude. mean, Brent, Brent, if vampires had you, I'd shove all <laughs> kinds of vampire faces on all kinds of tires. Aww. So many tires. People are like, what happened to all the tires? And like, Jones is like, they took Brent. So <laughs> Brandon said so... he'd do it. Get me out of that weird matrix too. But I felt old when uh, Whistler said, like, when he met Blade and everything, and it's revealing that Blade is only 33 in this movie. I was like, oh shit, we're the same age right now. I, I'm about yeah. to be older than Blade. Yeah, dude. And he knows a lot of karate. And I love you to pieces. Like, I just. I said. need to catch up. You need to catch up on your karate. I. Uh, so that's like one of my, like, off the cuff notes that I made. Um, I was like. Does being a vampire just make you a good fighter? Like, is that because of their strength? Because well, that, like, that's a question I had. Because the villain in this, like, he's like, let's ninja fight on top of this like catwalk thing. Yeah, and he like does like coat moves and stuff. But yeah, yeah. So... Now that you say, I want to see it where it's like they almost turn into similar to like Men in Black, like a cockroach response back. They yeah. like skid like, away or something like that. I can see where... like the blood plaque. They trained for years yeah. to be right. shitty at fighting Blade, you know? Right. But like everybody? Right. You're That's right, what I'm saying. Super weird. Super weird. Yeah, I so... think he may have ruined a lot of vampire stuff for me. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not so sorry. Um, so, okay. So like Blade has found his partner in crime. He's found Whistler. They head back to Blade's lair, where we meet uh, our wonderful Norman Reedus, otherwise known as Scud. Because um, why, Jonesy? Because people call him that. Because people call him that. Like, why? <laughs> people call me that. Call, call, call me it's Scud. It's like Scud, but it's shittier. But, yeah. But. <laughs> it sounds like scum, but just with a D. It could be a poop analogy. Like. So... Yeah, so they are back in Blade's lair, you know, getting... Everything's uh, going good. Everything's yeah. fine. It's cool. But Scud does work, yeah, you know? You know, he's, yeah, he's... He's always, shout out, he's always smoking weed. Shout out to Scud. He's always smoking a J in the movie, though. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, he's I thought he was smoking, smoking cigarettes. No, because it was hip I thought he was, like, cool. rolling his own. No, it's I hip feel like cool he, in 22, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I feel yeah. like Whistler does have a little throwaway line yeah. about that, yeah. about, like, the smell that's coming off is not just nicotine or something. Yeah, like dude. That. No, oh, he's def- I didn't catch that. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Scud for, for all his <laughs> scuddiness. He does smoke the J, so. I mean, yeah, but then they get, like, dropped in on by... This is, like, one of the first points, Jones, where you brought it up, too, where it's, like, these outfits with the little eyes that it reminds mm-hmm. me of like the villain from Hellboy too yeah. and that was like the first hint of like oh shit this is a Guillermo del Toro movie did you, did you mm-hmm. like the sound design there because I, I really that's when I was like honed in on it when like this, when and it, it's because all the other sound is absent right there's no like ambient sound there's no room tone it's mm-hmm. literally just the ninjas that's, from their POV that's why I, I said in my Jonesy it's list dope. I was like yeah, and I was like, "How am I gonna write that?" Oh, we're just are we just doing that man thing? Yeah, are we doing that man thing where Jones Jones has something at the beginning, and then we're like, "No, I had this idea. That sound was great. Don't you think?" I don't know where it came from. I don't know where that idea was implanted in my mind from. So weird. I I'm so. What's funny is yeah, I I definitely noticed the sound too because I wrote it down because it was like all I heard was like it was great. Um, but yes, definitely in that moment, notice the Guillermo del Toro-ness of everything. So yeah, basically, right, the the blood pa- or the vampire nation, part of the vampire nation, 
break into Blade's lair because they need Blade. They're like, yo, there is something worse than you out there and we need your help. So what's up, baby? Which is, which is kind of like a cool Come way. Wait, if someone says that to you and you're Blade, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm the, I'm the boogeyman. Like, yeah. I mean, I would, <laughs> my ego would be Yeah, I'm the Baba gross. Yaga. I would just like all of a sudden just start screaming and like talking to him. Ah, oh, mm. you guys fear me. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they said it in this first scene, but it's said almost like ten times in this movie. They have to hammer in. It's like somebody writing a like English one hundred and one thesis, where it's like, "And the enemy of our enemy must be our friend." Funny enough, friend. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna encroach on a category later, but do you know who the writer is? He's all. He also wrote the first movie, and I believe he writes the third movie. Kevin Smith. Nope. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good guess. I can see why your mind automatically goes there. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, yeah, I want to get to that later if we're getting it's, to it. Uh, it's David S. Goyer, who also wrote the Batman Christopher Nolan trilogy and oh, Dark City hmm. and Westworld. Okay. This is like early, early his chops, too. Okay, mm. I could see that. I could definitely see yeah. that. Yeah, I, I'm very curious also because, like, you know, we're in, we were in, and I think we kind of mentioned this at the top is like, we were in a lot of layers and yeah. I'm not talking like layers of a cake, like here, here, here. I'm talking like a layer underground, you know, I wish, we I, wish I had of layers of cake. Absolutely. Um, like chocolate blueberry thing. Like, Ooh, have I <laughs> talked to y'all about that chocolate ganache cake from Trader Joe's? Just saying. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, we shit. need to talk from about the that. Trader Joe's. Yeah. It is literally the best chocolate cake I've ever had. Like, I can't... Ugh, uh, 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 my mouth is <laughs> salivating. Uh, go on and get you some. That was that was a freebie for you. But not but, layers of a cake. But not layers about. of a cake, but we were in a lot of different layers, right? Like, first we're in Blade's lair, then Vampire Nation shows up in, in Blade's lair, then we go yeah, to just, their like, hops lair. around a lot. Yeah, and we're underground still. We get intro- introduced to the Overlord, who looks very veiny and gross. There's a very flex bath, you know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. He's like the and... Harkonnen from Dune. <laughs> yeah. It's very... <laughs> Just <You> gross. <laughs> great, great, great right, makeup job there. Right, drop it in the TARDIS reference back. and you're so right <laughs> Yeah, this movie, like, I feel like, Brandon, your sativa really kept us up for this one, too, because this movie jumps around so much. It felt like I, they only I, rewrote that line again and again and again of, like, enemy of my enemy is my friend, fill in, like, the rest of the 40%, right. and then 60% of this is all, like, Improv, improv, moves. yeah. Perlman stare, Perlman stare, Donnie Yen does something cool, and we're out. We're out. Let's go. Yeah. And we're on the lunch, guys. But and, I, feel, and, I don't feel like it jumps around more than, like, a, like say, like, like a like a Captain America Civil War, you know? Is that yeah. movie jumps around from country to country to yeah. country, but it's labeling it, you know? Maybe that's a difference. Maybe if we had labels, so we knew yeah. where we clearly True. Are. That's true. <laughs> but it's I feel like they wanted to do that, but then they were like, Oh shit, it's only two places. Yeah, my was like, that's too fucking stupid. It like, probably was <laughs> me just watching it like in, in uh, No, you're right. It does it does hop speed. a lot. Because it is, it is more international in the first play, where the first play happens in, what, L.A.? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you can't really tell yeah. where this one happens. Yeah. We at least yeah, get like a not, new game yeah, to know where his layer's at. Is his layer in America? Yeah, I'm yeah. not really sure. But as soon as they get to the layer and, and we meet 
the Overlord, he tells him about this Reaper strain and how this is like, you know, these people are feeding it's, on vampires. This is suddenly up. evolved. This is real, real bad. Uh, and then he introduces them to the Blood Pack. So I'm really excited to sort of yeah. like dive into that crew. So Some wild characters. Get your get yourself a beverage. Stretch those legs. We'll be back here in two and two. My Chuck Woolery impression uh, after this break. <laughs> get nice. back with the Pearlman. All right, y'all. Welcome back. I hope you have those beverages in your hands. You feel refreshed. Let's 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 get into this blood pack because smoking your lungs. This is pretty much what what the movie is all about, right? Um, after getting the reapers, we got to get these fucking reapers, and this blood pack has been trained uh, to take down Blade. Blade, clearly right. not successful um well they haven't fought i don't think they've fought him yet i think they've been like training in their tra- no he's just he's just their, their enemy training and, dojo yeah because yeah and they got another enemy now so they need their enemy I, I to come like, in as their friend to fight the other enemy i feel like if they would have fought blade some of them would i guess i i just assumed like that was like some of the blood pack and that like anybody that was like you know, like it's like the Foot Clan. Uh, you know, Shredder's like Foot Clan, right? It's like. But these guys have names, oh. and like one of them is Fair. Matt Schultz from. Fast they were like and the, the Ast- They were like the astronauts from Armageddon who already prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have brought in people on the street to try to take down Blade. But right. <laughs> so, so there's Reinhardt, who's Ron Perlman, who comes out. Who is super, super racist? racist so that they beginning. really yeah. try to emphasize. He's, they really try to emphasize that like a lot with pure bloods yeah, with them too. It's really weird, like backbone to this movie. That I don't know. Yeah, they're really racist. Is the not an undertone? Guillermo del Toro's, you know, he's like, you know what? This is an, an analogy for right, guys. White people. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, Gringos, like following huh? up. Like, Snowman <laughs> is another name. Yeah. yeah, Snowman. Why is why is Donnie Yen? Snowman? Everybody, shut up. He's carrying a blade. Mm-hmm. Why is he wearing samurai no. gear? He, he could do anything. Right. And we got Light Hammer right. and Verlaine, who are like a combo, right? They're together. Yeah. And Lighthammer, Lighthammer is Jack, dude. Lighthammer is like Jack Hammer. He has a, he has a giant weapon, which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, and then we got Chupa and, who else and we Priest, got, just to follow it Priest, out here, my too. guy. I wanted him to die from the moment he opened his mouth. He sucks Except so hard. Horde. Yeah, and who do you think, like, when he does say, I don't know if he does say it for the first time in this, the first motherfucker, but, like, who would you say has a better motherfucker line, Sam Jackson or Ron Perlman? And can they just both be in the same movie? My gut just says Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. It does, but, like, my gut says if he said not Sam Jackson, Sam Jackson would be out credit one commercial. Yeah, I'm really feeling... I'm really, really feeling. So, so yeah. So we're introduced to the blood pack, and they're like, "All right, y'all, let's go do this." Blade is like, "You got to take me into your world." They're, you know, gonna show Blade like they're gonna show him what's up. So they, you know, it's like they're gonna show. Like she even says that when they go to like the yeah. rave, she's like, "You're gonna see how we live." Don't judge us, Daywalker, as we judge you for being a Daywalker and maybe of color. 
Like, and it's like, don't yuck a yum, but they are like peeling people's backs no, down the spine and pulling it apart like Hellraiser it shit see, it like seemed that, like, too. It, well, dude, it's wild. good point. It was very Hellraiser. Mm. It, seemed like, it seemed like he was willing. You know, he's like, carve me up. It was a human. <laughs> there was a human in the corner that was being lunched. I was like, ah, yeah. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, this did feel like the couple moments where it's like Guillermo is just like, I'm going to put my foot yeah. down on the gas yeah. in these couple scenes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you enter, like, basically again the house of pain yeah like <laughs> the rave-esque that not quite the blood rave that was like right in because yeah. everyone's blade, in on it, you know. but right because like yeah. they but it seems like not uh, the person on the floor right vampire yeah very uh techno music and yeah um and so <laughs> Yeah, I think this does seem like instead of a club like that, like when you get to go out to like a spa to do a massage type right. of thing, they have specific rooms <laughs> for specific types of things. I, I did message you while watching this specific scene because as much as I love this movie, as much as like it gets cool and right about lore, they're like sneaking around, putting like hidden cameras around, and their cameras <laughs> are like like three inches by eight inches just like sticking on the wall with giant blinking red lights and they're like sitting there on the corner like nah no one's looking no one sees this it's fine it's totally fine and so yeah this is where they think like you know she's taken them to like basically encounter the reapers she's like this is where they're gonna come mm-hmm. and lo and behold uh, you know they they don't they, they don't up. disappoint. They they come in hot, 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 like H A W T. Um, and you know we also get introduced to reintroduced to just Jared. Uh, <laughs> again, um, He's and butt. he is he is ass kicking. Um. And you know, oh, what you go? You go. No, no. I, was just saying, I was thinking about this scene because we're, <laughs> we're we're introduced to just Jared. He takes Nissa like hostage, and right? He doesn't try to like eat her immediately, right? And now now it all makes sense because I was, I was literally very high literally no, just gonna say that again. I was just oh. gonna say that because also you you have to like. There's got to you still have to create this tension between Blade and the Blood Pack, right? Because he's like, "Oh yeah, well, why didn't he? Why didn't he eat you?" Right? He yeah. says to her, "Like, why didn't he eat you then?" If like, you know, yeah, bloody blah. blah. <laughs> and so, yeah, motherfucker, there is a huge. <laughs> You have to put a warning at the beginning of this episode for how many times Brent says motherfucker. <laughs> for, for real, though. Um, I swear I don't like it. You know, so they Nisa is like, you know, she even kind of questions. She's like, huh, like, why why didn't he eat me? I don't know. Mm, um, but, like, all know. fucking hell breaks loose, right? Like, inside, yeah. one of the blood pack gets bitten. One of them gets very 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 like fucked up yeah. and bitten um uh scud and whistler they're outside they're like trying to protect the perimeter yeah and like all hell is breaking loose out there like yeah, scud's like being like trampled down while eating dunkin donuts right yeah like, uh, <laughs> now he's okay now i get it he is stoned i get that yeah okay. <laughs> it's all there it's he's so there for there. product placement they're like why does he have a 7-eleven icy the whole time like, yeah infused yeah 
Yeah, I do love that th- throughout this whole fight, though, Donnie Yen is, like, he never has a line in the whole movie, yeah. I swear. Like, he's just silent, slicing through everybody, like, murdering shit, like, wandering through. Yeah, like, Priest gets bitten later, he gets he super sucks, bitten, dude. and yeah, then, yeah, we have the whole, like, kind of Light Hammer and Verlaine kind of bit, too, where, like, Verlaine is that guy in a zombie movie that gets bitten and hides it, but he's a guy that gets bitten by a zombie vampire and then hides it from the other regular vampires. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that like, was so cool. I like when he takes his hammer and he, like, breaks breaks his neck sideways and then, like, gets up. Oh, that was so cool. Del Toro, dude. Del Toro doing Blade. Doing the, doing the damn Barkley. thing. I think I have to sneeze. I saw that face. <laughs> Dang it. But, like, where was... So, like, they did the whole thing that Whistler wasn't there, like, after Scud got attacked. And... Right. He's like, this dude left his post. Yeah, I thought that was kind of shady on Whistler's end. I was kind of... They were doing a really good job at throwing you off on, like, which blade helper was the cool guy. Mm -hmm. Because we had Dunkin' Donuts, weed smoking, uh, our post, uh, Boondock Saints, Norman Reedus, so you just think he's the coolest guy ever. And then you have Whistler, who is a former vampire who leaves his post. Mm. Like, hmm. It does seem. Yeah, and it's like Blade trusts in, like Scud and everything, yeah. too. So it's like you got to be fully on the man side named of that. Scud. We should have been worried about Blade's mental health. Definitely. From the start, from the start. Definitely. But Whistler does come back and he's like, hey, I caught one of these motherfuckers. Right. Not so slow now. Yeah. Uh, and so they then take the Reaper and go back to the. Uh, the layer, the layer, the layer. Yeah, like when they catch that reaper too. I swear, Pearlman says something like "little boy blue" when it's like he goes to bite his arm off, and I'm like, does Ron Perlman in every movie is he one of those Biff Tannen kind of types mm, that will just yes. always mix up or say the wrong phrase, and everybody just kind of goes along yep. with it? I, I mean, <laughs> who who's gonna be the assistant director on set that says, "Hey, Mr. Perlman, that's that's not the line." <laughs> No. <laughs> I saw Ron Perlman one time driving around in a tiny car in Los Feliz. <laughs> I love that. Uh, oh, I was hoping like he was going to be tiny. Small sports car. I'm pretty Who's sure he probably something? lives somewhere over in that neighborhood. Who's going to say anything? Really nice. No one. Yeah, yeah, no, no one's going to say anything. No, no. <laughs> also, no one would say anything, you know, on set. So, so they take the Reaper back to... Uh, the the overlord's layer. layer. Yeah. yeah, I love that scene. Did y'all Does ever it? see? Uh, uh, God, what the fuck is? Oh, Naked Lunch. No. Okay. No. All I could think of was the thing during. That I mean, scene. also yes, but there is a scene. What is Naked Lunch? N- naked Lunch is. It's like I hate that title with it. Oh God! It's, it's, like, it's naked moist. moist lunch. So yeah. it's actually a <laughs> yeah. book by William Burroughs, William S. Burroughs. Mm-hmm. But there's a okay. movie, um, a 1991 movie, Naked Lunch. Um, it's actually yeah. a Cronenberg film. So if that says anything oh. to you, I'm in. I'm already in. Yeah. Uh, okay, P- yeah. Peter Weller. I'm getting onto the freeway. Peter Weller stars. Um, but there's, and it, it's basically like you're watching, it's like acid jazz. The entire movie is playing. It's just, it's a fucking mind trip, but there is this, 
thing in Naked Lunch, a character, it looks like a puckered butthole with like, but it's a <laughs> typewriter. And that's what that reminded me of. Oh, so it looked like a reaper. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> um, but A bone-chested puckered yes, asshole. Yes, but that autopsy scene, ooh. And then it was like, milk that fang. Ooh, okay. Yeah, Sexual. when he drips the blood on it, and then you just see the ass asshole, like... Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was like the end of like evolution or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that scene though. Evolution into every episode. That autopsy now. scene though. That's like it's real makeup effect. It's like poking mm-hmm. at it. It's so fun. So fun. Again, one of these ones where it's like Del Toro is like, I'm gonna put my full foot down on the gas and just like go with as gross as possible. And this here. is where Nissa started to grow on you as a character because she's like, Hey Scud, grab right. the thing, grab right. the thing. I loved her. Mm-hmm. I started to really enjoy her as a character after that. Her and like it's it, like it's a fun dynamic to like not only like make Blade work with vampires but make him kind of fall in love with one. Right. She was, she was kind of cool. It was a cool dynamic. The you sexual what? tension, you mean? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It's there. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the biggest part in the movie where they try to build up any characters. It's the only time they really stop between any of the action or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like Blade and Nisa have like time together. Whistler and you get Scud. Scud and Whistler yeah. to finally talk yeah, together. Right, yeah. Yeah, because all the other, I mean, to that point, right, is, like, very quickly with all the other characters, they establish it by their, like, the one-liners, and, like, yeah. this is exactly or who the this no kind liners of person Right, yeah. or the no-liners, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, there's definitely some, like, character relationship building here that um, was pretty great. So, yeah, they've kind of figured out now, right, like, okay... We have these uh, a little figured out. We're going back into battle, uh, a little bit more informed. Uh, we got these new light bombs. Yeah. grenades. Yes, yeah. yes, and of course, classic uh, weapon montage. You know, like who doesn't oh, live a good weapons? You got to have one, especially in the late nineties, early two thousands. Absolutely, you had to have a weapon. Yeah. Montage. Was this one? I feel like they had an Ice Cube song. I don't know if it was earlier in that or it's like they had like get him up quick, <laughs> l- like or like get him up in like one of the bits there too. They had a quick montage or something at one point. Oh, I think that that was in the that was when they were coming up to the uh, original okay. yeah, yeah, when they came up to the party. Yeah. That like first, they like rolled up deep. That's totally it right. Was that like, big. I'm thinking it was like. Don't call it a comeback. That's kind of what it sounds like, but it's not that <laughs> it song. It was totally along those lines, uh, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because this is their next time getting ready for like the big battle when they're like going down to the sewers which, where that thing was like trying to get all back to. A great way to create creepy tension is to just have people walk through like knee high water. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just like this had very alien resurrection. Vibes. I know Perlman's in yeah, both. Yeah, especially but. when they get to like because they're do they get to the Reaper like. I wouldn't call it even layer. This is just like a hive. Mm. They're like, they're yeah, like, good like call. digest good call. their like bones and stuff. And it's weird because because like Jonesy said, like or I think one of you guys said, like the light hammer starts to turn on his beloved and he chases mm. her like up the sewer. She does a noble death though. Like she mm. goes out like a they boss. They go together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're we're ready for battle two point uh in the sewers. Um, and like, Weird. again, they've got the, uh, we've planted like the light bomb situations. Yeah. The super um, light bomb. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've also got like, you know, I think everything at this point is really starting to build as far as like, you know, 
you, you can't be fr- the blade and the vampires can't be friends for forever right so but him and nissa want to be friends true 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 but <laughs> like what is what is point. happening movie. what is yeah like moves are happening in this like sewer scene that like Oh, you know right. some shit's about to go down. And the whole time, your creepy, who you like to call the overlord, is mm-hmm. like, I have a guy on the inside. Right. Like, you know. Yeah, they literally have a scene <laughs> yeah. where it's just Whistler and Jared walks up and he's like, I have something to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like basically pr- explains the entire plot to him that we don't yeah. see like as the viewer and everything too. And he's just like, okay, I guess that's that's how we're going to get forward in this movie. We just have to like leave it to that. And just know that he's the son of, like, the overlord kind of guy later that, like, we find out on everything. We get a little bit more racist beating up on Whistler, that he's not a full yeah. regular vampire. Why did they do that? Yeah, I that, never understood it. So when we get to the we get to the creepy sewer, uh, Ron Perlman and Vince from Fast and the Furious beat up Whistler. <laughs> right. Right. And which that's you it. notice that the actor that plays Vince, that's also one of the guys of the blood pack, he's always wearing like a mesh shirt in all of his movies. Like, yeah. Oh, like, totally. What is that? Uh, and then. Could have been Young Shaver too. And then Perlman goes to turn on Blade immediately. Like, so are, are they are they here to kill the Reapers? Are they here? But nope. They just hate Blade. Blade. Enemy of I think anybody, yeah, that's not them. They're like, fuck them. And like, because it sucks because what's his bucket? Um, Trying to think of the Blood Pack member name. Uh, Asad. uh, Danny Jules Jones. He like, he gets like taken by the Reapers in a very like sad like, ah, I'm being torn from uh, from Undersea. Oh, yeah, that was... That was during the dope, dope countdown that they do. That's like one of those super blade moments where they so just blade. have like the light we're, bomb go down. He's like counting down like, everything himself. Here, you know? And then yeah. for whatever reason, the light bomb goes off and then the Reapers jump in the air. Mm-hmm. What is that move? They're just ready off? to go. They just hate this yeah. life. Yeah, but then we get once again, Pearlman. Blade is captured. By Pearlman. Double cross and Pearlman. Double crossed. By the law. That's the worst part. To it's like, to. It's just I, me and my I want to trust Ber- Ron Perlman, but <laughs> I love you, Jonesy. <laughs> I want to trust Ron Perlman, but in all the movies, you can't trust Ron Perlman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So back to another layer, right? Uh, right. Again, another layer. Another layer. Or the same layer, but we're just back there again. Revisiting. With the Who big knows? blood we're pool. Revisiting. Damascus blood, uh, blood pool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we learn a little bit more. We're starting to learn. Okay, so we've been double-crossed at this point, And now we're learning more about the Reapers in general. Uh, uh, but also just Jared. We learned some things about him. Uh, yeah, in this sort of, like, ending. This is like we're at the end of the movie. Yeah, Everything we're, is we're being revealed. The third act. Right. You know. Act three. The start of Act 3 is when we learn the important information and backstory. The Reapers are basically GMO'd versions of vampires. They just basically took it, crossbred it with some other type of human Mm -hmm. thing, and then, yeah. And this is what ends up happening when your corn is GMO'd. Not only only is it (laughs) GMO'd, but you GMO'd your offspring, you know? Mm. Like, you made your son the first Reaper because he has the cool sigil ring. Which is weird. Yeah, and then he just hides him Does away. He just, have, he just doesn't care. He just hands those out when you're born. He's like, here's my sigil. I, I don't know. I've never had a family crest. Um, <laughs> but you also learn, the biggest thing we learn in this scene as they're captured is Scud 
is a familiar. Ooh. And he has that tattoo Dingle on his inner lip. And the bomb on the back of Ron Perlman's head is a fake. Boo. Ah, how did you guys yeah. feel when you guys, maybe, I hope you guys can go back to when you first learned that Scud was a familiar. Because I was, I remember being a young Brandon and being kind of heartbroken because I love Norman Reedus, the sure. actor. Sure. Because I, I was one of those guys that liked Boondock Saints as a kid. I, I mean, uh, yeah, post Boondock, yeah. it's a bummer. But. Yeah. I mean, it definitely it made sense yeah. because he was kind mm-hmm. of a skadoosh. He was really <laughs> <A> smart. <skadoosh. laughs> but, like, it made sense. So I was skadoosh. like, mm, okay, like, I get it. Like, that makes sense. He, he, he would do that. Scud, a dude yeah. named Scud would, would be like that, would be a two faced piece of shit. A scud dud. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and and I don't want to overlook kind of what we were talking about. The the, the, the vampire overlord, mm-hmm. uh, Nisa is his daughter, but the mm-hmm. reaper, Just Jared, is his son. So, like, his name just, is Nomak, isn't it? Uh, Jared Nomak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, um, we're calling him <laughs> Just Jared today. Um, just Jared. Oh, well, hi. <laughs> Revisit, re-listen to the and go to the top of the podcast. You'll understand. Uh, (laughs) And so, yeah, I don't want to like take away from that because, again, right? I think like Guillermo is like wrapping up all of these. Like he's got to wrap up the relationship between Blade and Nisa. He's got to wrap up all the shit that went down with like Whistler and like the blood pack and what's going on there. But then also he's got to wrap up. Okay, what's going on with the Reapers? And, and, uh, and, and it's that not just a random is. villain. Like, it has, right. like, emotional weight. Yeah, it's a good right. point. You create your own demons. Yes. Guillermo del Toro is telling a story in a Blade movie, son. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot going on. He's having to wrap up all these storylines in the end. And, you know... And then to bring it back where it's like to really tie all the stuff up, they think they've captured Blade, but Blade wanted to be captured because right. now the Reapers had no idea where the super secret vampire lair was. And now all the Reapers, including just Jared, know exactly where to find now, them and start yeah, murdering now, them Blade and throw and Blade know. into a giant Yeah, we know, baby. Blood. <laughs> We're in. Yeah, good point. Um, it is sad, you know, uh, Nisa finds out that the Reaper is, in fact, her brother. Yeah. Uh, she sacrifices herself, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, she, well, she gets... Wait, I forget. So, yeah, there's a huge... So, there's like a huge fight scene, right? So, he's like, hey, Norman Reedus, the bomb right. isn't fake. And he's like, ha-ha, bombed you. And then right. I like Scud Explosion. Mm-hmm. Blade fights. Whistler shoots all the babies. All the Reaper baby things. Right, right. And then, yeah, and then Nisa's like, I'm not going to fight you, brother. Right. And she's so sweet. She's such a good character. Mm-hmm. And he and he bites her. Like, I don't right. get what, what's the point of him biting rude, her. Rude, rude. Yeah, rude. And, rude yeah, then. AF. Her and, Somewhere up her there. Her and Blade just, like, go off into the sun, and she dies in his arms, and. It's, it's, it's honestly. so sad and now, romantic. Yeah, we've talked about this many times, because I love bringing it up. Wesley Snipes, it's the most romantic I can remember him being in a movie. Mm. And I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of Wesley Snipes filmography. And like Passenger 57, he has chemistry, but it's with Halle Berry. So like who's bringing the chemistry in that one? It's probably mm. Halle Berry doing a lot of the legwork. But I like, think of a Wesley Snipes movie and think of a movie. It's like the, it's like the, the only, rock thing. Yeah, Eraser. I can't. 
All I can think of yeah. is Demolition Man now and how I'm going to go watch it after this. Oh, I love Demolition Man. So good. Taco Bell wins. But yeah. Nisa is like, I, <laughs> like uh, she does such a good job at like making you empathetic to the mm. people that we've hated for two movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like, Absolutely. think about it. Like yeah. you, lo- you don't want her to die. And no. I want them to make sweet love. She goes all Josh Hartnett on us. Mm-hmm. You just want to watch the scene because he's yes. still jacked at this point. Like he's still looking good. Wesley Snipes. He's short though. You know, (laughs) so this basically (laughs) brings us to yeah, that's it. Like this whole movie just like plows right through this end. Like fight scene and done. Yeah, Blade falls into a pool of blood, goes into a blood fury rage, murders Ron Perlman. Finally, easily. I love when they do that in movies. I love when like you think there's gonna be like this built up fight. I remember it happened in Equilibrium too with Tay Diggs and and Christian Bale. Like, you think it's going to be, like, this big old fight where they're going to have to, like, rock and Vin Diesel fight for 90 seconds, and then he's like, hey, I'm Wesley Snipes. Two moves. Catch your sword. You're dead. Yeah. Catch just, boom. He's like, I only have so many fight scenes in my contract. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> like uh, like <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to puff and pause for a short break. Amazing. Well, welcome back. We are back from just a little <laughs> quick, little short break. Obviously, I've been imbibing this entire time. Um, but we're coming up just to, we have a few categories that we like to tackle at the end of the episodes after we've kind of like deconstructed the movie uh, and shared our thoughts. And typically, you know, this is my, one of my favorite uh times throughout the podcast um everybody's favorite bit we've we've seen the replies where sms mm-hmm. finds the most obscure actor usually with any role in the movie or like any interesting facts about the film um you know like last in the original blade the first like blade so many uh, facts so many things and it was right out in front of my old apartment in la just like really weird random so things. many things it can be, like I said, the vet's office, right? The, the, or the, the second the vet behind the building, counter, yeah. like barely on camera or like, yeah, like, right? The, the, it's just the little Easter eggs that are in all these movies. So SMS knows. Let's talk Brent's a littlest big. Brent's. It's so big. It's little. So many things that they could do. So many people that could pop up and anything, anything. I did like some research on this and I've got, I've got fucking nothing, guys. What? I did research on this. They, all it was was to different movies. There was not even a single Wilhelm scream in this film. <gasps> uh, besides Shocking seeing awe. Donnie Yen pop up on screen, on screen to get me excited about this. That's like just about it from like random people coming in. We get Rita's like in an earlier age and everything like that too. What I say is there's nothing, not even Wilhelm, too much racism. I've got nothing besides wanting to get a permanent, Ron Perlman, Wesley Snipes, Michael Rooker, Samuel Jackson remake of old dogs or wild hogs. That's all I got for y'all. Damn. Mike motherfucking drop. Yeah. I definitely was, um, you know, really trying to pay attention, you know, cause usually like you would think in like the blood pack or something, right. There would be somebody or just some 
ancillary character, but yeah, not really anything. And I mean, as far as you could say, if this were 2002, I feel like Norman Reedus would be Brent's little big, right? Because he or wasn't... Donnie Yen, yeah, Donnie yeah, Yen yeah. Would be... Like, yeah. you know, n- nobody really knew who he was in that year. Of course, now, like, you better know. Brenton Brandon did. Brenton yeah. Brandon. I mean, I mean, agreed. I definitely loved that movie. Um, but like, yeah. that was for like the indie kids. Like, I mean, no, wasn't or, super or mainstream. If you guys, if you guys love a movie where Dreamboat's a bad guy, the movie Rumor. Is amazing, and Norman Reedus is in it, and Josh Jackson is in it. it. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great. (laughs) It's actually a weird movie to watch as a child. Okay, so we are going to rehash uh, Big Spot, Brandon Scott. So I, what are we doing? Because we we rehashed Blade in the first one, right? Right. Yes, we did. John David Washington. So I figured we have the blood pack in this one. Which Blood Pack character would you like a spin-off series mm. of? Okay. I'll 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 give one of you guys Donnie. Donnie Yen is just Donnie Yen. That's the obvious answer of Snow, Snowman series. <laughs> I actually yeah, you saying that sparked an idea for one of the Blood Pack to be recast. Which which Blood Pack I wanna, member? I want to see Priest recast oh. as Alan Tudyk. Give that a lot more character. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love that. Dude, so I was gonna say we skipped over it. So for Brent's littlest big, mm-hmm. he would have been my littlest big priest, because mm. he's the he's the invisible like, man. That's probably why I did it. I put that on in the background last night and realized yeah. again how bad of a movie that is. <laughs> but he's the only like good part yeah. in that movie, yeah. dude. It uh. it ruins Sean Connery's career. Um, but I would like for my rehash, I would like the Light Hammer and uh, Verlaine. Show spinoff, dope, show. like dope. a Bonnie and Clyde type thing. Yeah, where yeah. Where they're doing their own vampires, surviving on their own when they first turn or whatnot. Uh, I do but I would, I would honestly like yeah, get the really better like call, Lighthammer and Verlaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I Light don't. Hammer and Verlaine show. <laughs> I don't think I liked any of them. I, I didn't care. To you know, like what. I guess I guess Nissa? I would say no. I was gonna say Nissa, Nisa. I I would I would definitely it would be her. It would have to be her because yeah. she was the you know I would totally watch her. She was like part compassionate, but yeah. also like part like she'll rip your fucking throat out. You know, she's and, super logical too. She's like, I like when she says. You know, that's a good point. I like when she says, "I've been a yeah. vampire my whole life." Like, how do you think mm-hmm. I feel about why being do you a vampire? Hate me? Like, that's all I know. Like, why would I not want to be a vampire? It makes sense. Right. Yeah. Oh man, right. yeah. So, so we're who, gonna put. Would you, would you cast Zendaya as her in twenty twenty two or? Is, is See, that y'all don't. I'm not really a. I'm, maybe uh, this is a. You know, I'm not a oh, huge Zendaya fan. Do it? Like, Wait. yeah, I'm not. Push back, clear out. Say it I again. Mean, Say it again. I'm not. Mic. I'm not like the biggest Zendaya fan. Is All right, now the like, hive's coming for you. Watch out. Yeah. Jonesy. If we don't hear from I Jonesy, mean, I think she's. I, I'm not saying she's like. I'm just like not necessarily a fan of her body of work currently. Like, you know, um, well, I'm not, not saying she's not talented. Game. I just like so far nothing that I've seen from her. I have. So say we all. Boom. No, uh, I didn't so. say that. 
I didn't say that out loud. The hive don't come for me. Please accept yeah. my membership. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so we are going to put one minute on the clock you ready for, for this? Big Spot Brandon Scott to go on a rant. Uh, our favorite right. time. And three. Oh, oh, he's taking that hit. He's getting that hit. Three, two, one, Juicy go. Baby. Well, we're here. We're at the really good Blade movie. And I guess this is why really good directors don't make indie, uh, like Marvel products anymore with their own product. Because when they give, when they're given like free reign, they make a movie like this, and nobody cared. Like no one went out and watched this movie. It happens the same time when people don't go see good movies like Punch Drunk Love. And, you know, it's like we don't. We will go out and we'll like watch a billion dollars for Avatar, but we won't like support like actor or like indie directors or actors making their movies. So like maybe as we're going back to the theaters, we should probably think of what like what we're watching. It sucks. Maybe maybe we should watch <laughs> the Batman on HBO and maybe we should do that after we do Blade, guys. Um, but like and that's where we should watch it. And it's harder and harder to find like indie movies and theaters because I guess Netflix is ruining it and we were losing the money from that. So I don't know guys. I'm at this cross still where to get my content and how to view it. Help. <laughs> Help. <laughs> we Makes shouldn't sense. all be afraid to ask for help. No. They we, did I, what they could. I'm working on it on every motherfucking so, day. Like, it, it came because I, I I've been trying to go see the Nick Cage uh, mm-hmm. movie where he plays himself in theaters. And mm-hmm. maybe it's because I live in Arizona and Phoenix area. I just, just can't find it anymore. There. And it's, it's so frustrating, guys. <laughs> what do you hate My art? friends, uh, I'm in this... I'm in this new group chat with some friends of mine uh, who are like, it's my one friend's birthday this summer. We're, we're taking a trip to uh, Washington and just outside nice. of Seattle. And one of them is like in love with Nicolas Cage. And there was all this just like Nicolas Cage love, Nicolas Cage love in the group Aww. chat. And then um, one of them said... Um, I just saw a comment about how he plays characters who get girls 20 years younger than him, which is a valid criticism of older male actors. But if you look at his past few films, none of them have anything to do with getting the girls. I roll. And then I finally chime in. This is the first time I've chimed in. And I said, (laughs) yeah, he just gets the younger girls in real life. (laughs) Clown face. Because his current girlfriend Ah, is 27 years old and pregnant. Has he? And so... There's a, like there's a movie where there's a movie where you have to believe he and Jessica Biel are in love, and I'm like, I can't, I yeah. can't suspend this much disbelief. Cinema. Yeah. So there was a there was a lot of Nicolas Cage. That's great. Uh, I love. I like when you chime in, Jonesy. It's just like you're like the wise chef in in like, <laughs> in like a cooking movie. And you're like, yeah. hey, we're just going to come to that person for advice. I'm not going to be surprised if we find out in the next 10 years that Nicolas Cage just has a commune of women that are all carrying his child or like has young Nicolas Cages that are like 20 years old. <laughs> Probably. What do you think he has castles for? Also, I didn't know there was a Ghost Rider 2. With the vengeance. How did I not yeah. know that? It's the better one. He, he, he It's better? He fire Jones. Yeah. Wow. And apparently oh. there's going to be a Ghost Rider 3. Oh, oh my God. It's, it's a whole thing. He pee. Jonesy, do yourself a favor and watch Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters. Watch Ghostbusters 2. Vigo, quality film. 1991's Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> but, but watch Ghost Rider 2. It's not that bad. 
Okay. You know? All right. Well, inarguably the second to last topic on yeah. inarguably the number one podcast. Uh, I don't know any others infusing uh, both of these none. cinema and cannabis are true loves. Uh, which cast or crew did it for you, baby boo? Uh, who was the most lit? With UV rays in Blade, of course. Uh, according to each of the High Beams babies right now, so which was the most lit for you? Hashtag SMS. Tell me. Uh, I'm going straight up, besides the Blade kind of stuff where it's he's having fun and all these. I'm going up for Nissa, Miss Lenore Varela. Like, I think everything she did was fucking perfect from beginning to end as like a new character in this. Again, we just joked mm. around with all this stuff of just like the blood pack is all just basically like a cartoon episode of blade or something like that all thrown in there. But yeah. I feel like her Definitely. introduction, like her and her brother and everything are probably like the coolest newest part to like the blade movies and everything. And yeah, that's definitely who I would give my most lit to in this movie with all like the action kind of sequences and acting and everything like that. Besides the Duke Harkonnen father that they have that goes into a pool of blood and ends up getting murdered. Mm. Facts. Big spot. Brandon Scott. I'm going to cheat and piggyback off of uh, SMS there. I'm going to go Nissa and Novak, the siblings. Oh, God. Uh, oh. I, I really like that. So, That's a cheating. And, this is, and this, is, this is my OG, right? Ah, ah, I'm trying. Uh, this is my, my OG uh, two puffs in a pass was like, like he's the best Blade villain. I'm sorry, no charisma Dracula coming up, or I who I love Deacon Frost in the previous How one. How dare you? He's compelling. He like he like has like like a pathos that you can believe in. Like mm. that's the thing is like we Deacon Frost at the end of the day it was kind of just like a supreme uh, supremacist a hole, yeah. right? That's mm. like that's what it was. He's like these people are our food. They're like this guy has a reason to be evil or not evil. He has a reason to feed on and want to get to this vampire leader. And like Brent said, Nissa, like she's uh, she's the emotional journey of the movie. Like Blade is like the name of the character, but like she's like the Furiosa of this movie. Like I enjoy yeah. her arc more than anybody's. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jonesy, they ran it. cheat harder than that. Uh, you know, man. Nobody really necessarily, I think, like, called out to me too much. I feel like, I mean, I definitely, again, I think I enjoyed Nisa, Nissa, whatever we're calling her. Um, But was she most lit? (sighs) You know, it's like almost even though I think... I disliked his character, Norman Reedus or Scud. Yeah. I think because I think he, because he fit that role so well. Yeah. yeah. And like like his point. line when where when they're in the helicopter and he's like talking to Nissa and he's like, Yeah, like and she's like, Well, I'm disappointed and he's like, Come on, Blade, like show her, will you? Come yeah. on, you know, like it, yeah. and it's just like Ugh, still disappointed. You're so- yeah, like, ugh. Yeah, you're such a skadoosh. And he smokes, but right? Like, he says that. He's like, are you still disappointed? Oh, skadoosh is going right. to stick around. Puff, puff, pass. And, and so I think I'm going to have to give it to Scud. Because, skadoosh. And, and Norman Reedus, because he really, like, that was that I, be- I that was, was believable to me. He was very, his outfit was very pre-Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. Like, he yeah. was very, like, puffy, you know. Mm-hmm. Where you don't want him to be bad, so. but then he does fucked up shit, and you're like, god damn it. Uh, all right. So 
here we are at the end of the podcast. I'm not gonna lie. We I might be a familiar. Uh oh. We have thematically <laughs> have the rankings here. You know, at the end of every ep- episode, you know, every movie podcast has a rating system, right? Uh, of course, it is the titular, of course, high beams, right? For the one reason or another, this movie made us feel magical, contemplative. Maybe it's the weed. Who knows? Mm. But we recommend you sit, smoke, and watch. So high beams, top of the tippity tip, top, top. Uh, the more frequently used, right, around these paths uh, and seen low beams, right, for that movie that you just be watched once. Maybe you're going to smoke a bowl, do some laundry, I don't know. Have it on while you do work. Something like that. Uh, some other meal house chore. Um, and of course, the infamous, right? Fail to start. It's just a terrible wah, time. Wah. Only made okay because we're getting high on smoking that weed. And smoking that weed. Edibles. What we like to call escape room, of course. We will forever, ever call Stop any shitty it. movie escape room because we wanted to escape the room that we're in Nailed because it. of that movie. Talking about it. Uh, so... For you, Big Spot, Brandon Scott, what was Blade 2? All right. Blade 2 was a lot of emotions, okay? Because I really believe Blade 2 is the best Blade movie. Wow. Right? But it was building so what are you off its predator. Uh-huh. Building off its predator, so it's not like creating anything really new except for the Reapers. So I'm going to give it a low beams. It's just, okay. just a good movie, you know? Okay. So okay. I That's really fair. I That's think fair. it's the best Blade movie. I think it has the best story, like coolest gore and the best villains. Uh, but like you guys have touched upon, um, like the characters that we're supposed to care about should be more developed. There's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time mm-hmm. in this movie wasted. So, yeah. But yeah, I love all the del Toro-ness of it. What about you, SMS? Um, yeah, I think the way you described it, too, of all, like, kind of the gore, del Toro-ness of it and weird kind of shit like that, that I think this one, I'm going to go the same low beams, and not to reference this because I feel like this movie I'm about to say is much better in writing, but I feel like this is a daytime TNT-type Tremors movie. Like, when it pops on, you're not going to change the channel. You don't have to sit down and watch the whole kind of thing. I think Tremors is definitely a high beams for me, so that's, like, throwing a weird kind of thing, but that's the one I Dude, always reference as my, like, kind of top like TV movie or something like that that's such a random that pops on so I'm going to put this as a low beams I would watch it I'll probably watch it again just going through Blade at some point yeah. in my life as a the completionist trilogy. kind of yeah. thing That exactly but yeah yeah it doesn't really get much beyond that Just with, it's like a music video of action scenes or mm. something like that mm. <laughs> Jones how do you feel yeah. about great this way one? to describe it Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm going to have to agree with both of y'all. It's a low beams for me. Um, Don't hate it. It wasn't. Huh? Like, Don't hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't hate it. I would definitely put it on again uh, in the back room while I'm doing laundry, (laughs) like very quite literally. Um, It just. Yeah, it didn't really do it for me. Um, And it wasn't again. Right. Like, I feel like the first movie were I don't know it's like the it's like the scream of the blade movies you know what I mean because it's like scream was this like this first original like concept where you're like this is really great how tread are they lightly going on to scream too tread lightly on scream too right now how are they gonna you know <laughs> go from here this is the sort of I don't know it just like in my mind it's like oh this is I don't know they just did the you know blade so great um so, yeah, it's going to be low yeah. beams for me. So, 
Uh, I, I think that that, I mean, pretty much says it all. Mm-hmm. We we thank you for listening. As always, we're, of course, looking for any re- recommendations uh, for the next series. So please follow along. Let us know what you want to watch. Uh, all with the comfort of cannabis. If you have any uh, recommendations on what we should be smoking or any edibles we should be eating, please do let us know. Uh, Currently, we are in trilogy mode. Uh, That doesn't mean that won't change. We're going to do some, looks like the Batman. Maybe the Batman is coming Uh, up. I know, I know. Sonic Two is coming up for oh, us. Dude. Eggman. Um, everything, Eggman everything, everywhere theaters, at yeah. once. Yeah. So there's a few uh, new bangers that are coming up that we're gonna check out. But at High News so, Podcast yow. is where you can find us. You can go to our website. We do have a website, uh, so please go there. Go comment on things, like things, follow us. Uh, I'm Megan Jones. Thanks so much. I'm SMS and. Who's Liesel? I'm Liesel. You're Who's Liesel. Liesel. <laughs> I'm Liesel. All right. Say, Bye, BBs. Say, I'm Liesel. I'm Liesel. Martin. Martin. Jonesy's done. She's like, the podcast is over. No, she's saying not it's the stop that wasn't to her computer, that was to us. <laughs> Look at your good vibration. Look at your sweet sexy <laughs> If Sparklets doesn't pay the money to buy that or something, or like Dasani, I mean come on. Come on. You get your good hydration. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>